What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Mindset and Margins, where we talk about everything in assisted living, how to become an owner and operator, as well as more importantly, the mindset. Because again, like I always say, if you don't have your mindset right, you're not going to be successful in this business. Now, I'm excited today because I got a special guest who I hope can join more now, my sister queen. She is our administrator. I talk a little bit about administration, but I want to bring her on because she is the one that does it. She's the backbone of the business. She does our assisted living homes and our children facilities too. So like I said, she a beast. She does everything for us and um, I want to bring her on so you can kind of understand what it takes to be an administrator but also what you need to do to even become an administrator so before we get into it I kind of want to introduce you more give her a chance to kind of speak to as well so first won't you tell a little bit just about like your education and then where you work yes hello everyone my name is Queen Jones um, I double majored at Cal State Bakersfield in psychology and child development and I currently work at a clinic ABA therapy base mm-hmm. and I am a behavioral therapist and I work with children who have autism that's what I said yeah so you I mean like I said you have both of the experiences too because you worked with children or the children facility and like i said i don't really talk about this but for me too i'm the same so my nursing background was in a pediatric intensive care unit and i worked at valley children's for for a while as a nurse so our family really is kid based like i said i got into assisted living because that's really the the most popular niche here and i do have compassion and care for elderly people we both do but again kids is really where our background is like i said i got i brought my mom here today she's in the back i got my, my little sister here and again we're a family-based business and we all are really about kids so before we get into it though because i know most people are going to ask okay children's children facility that's cool but i'm really here for assisted living so why don't you kind of explain how long you've been an administrator for assisted living and then um also well let's just start with that like how long you've been a, an administrator for us for uh, assisted living home mm-hmm. i'd say roughly for about three and a half four years yeah i say about three yeah, three and a half years like yeah. kind of right before the pre-pandemic right before COVID, huh? yeah right before the um pre-pandemic so yeah i said that was a lot of my um studying getting ready like getting the books done getting the trainings Tracks. ready mm-hmm. um traveling to southern california West Covina so I say a lot of that was that like getting my foot into the door and then I'll say once pandemic came and everything that's when we were really like you know on and going and just running we're kind of really winning no Yay. that's what I'm saying exactly too uh it does feel like a long time like I said that'll soon be five years coming up because I think it was at the beginning of mm-hmm. 2019 like, that yes, we, 2019. we got into that like I said we've been in the business since 2017 I want to say it's so like I tell people six seven years mm-hmm. but Queen's our administrator stepped in after that once I had other things to kind of do too yes. so first question I want to ask you because what we're going to do you guys is kind of like a just a little like a short Q&A, fully breaking it down so she can ask some questions of the ones I always get again through my DMs, comments, James, administrator, test, exam. I don't know it. She know it. So <laughs> I got her here so we can finally go over it. So the first question I really want to ask you is, first off, what made you want to become the administrator of our homes? Like what was really the reason that you wanted to do it? Because it's a big job. So what kind of led you into wanting to take that role on for the family? Um, I would say what led me into wanting to take that role is I always had a passion for like helping people. And then as I right. continue, got older and in my education field, um, it lead me into helping like elderly people. So I'll say I always had a compassion, always did volunteer work, always like at the church or just in the community. And I just felt like I having a passion of just helping people and kind of led you more. Yeah, into led that. me into what I'm doing yeah, now. Yeah. Like I said, yeah, like I said, and you, you took on a big role for the for, you know for us and for, for the family. So like I said, it's definitely important and it's, it's good that you have that inspiration because like I always tell people on my TikTok too, a lot of people get into this business just looking at like looking at the money. They they see that thirty, <laughs> yeah. forty, fifty thousand right. dollars a month you can yeah. make in a house, and that's the first thing they jump on, but they don't mm-hmm. really have that passion. Right. They don't have that drive to do the yeah. business. So what happens? Happens is what as we know people mm-hmm. two or three years out right. you know so we still yeah. here because we have that inspiration so I that's agree. good like the money's good but when the yeah, passion's money there good. it makes you want to get up and go to work exactly like yeah. i said you could be doing you know washing folds or right? car washes if you're just in it for the money you could do something else yeah. easier so for sure so the next question i want to ask you is kind of tied to the inspiration is like how we talk about some of the rewarding aspects of really being an administrator so what are some like examples that's things that you've been through where you're like i love doing this job I, this is mm-hmm. this is for me it's what i really want to do kind of kind of give an example would you say
say? I'll say when I see the families that appreciate it, being yeah. able to help the families and guide them into like the resources when they need something and you know that you like, okay, if I don't have this answer, I know I can direct you to somebody who has the answer and then just seeing it rewarding when you see that they appreciate it and they're like, oh, thank you. And then it helps them. Oh, so just yeah, seeing, your, seeing your client and seeing your families grow and then turn around and appreciate what you're doing. I feel like that's like the highlight of it all. Yeah, I, I agree. That's, mm -hmm. that, that's the biggest one is just seeing that because when you have someone, that's what we in this business to take care of, but we also want to be appreciated. You know, it's, it's not an arrogance thing. It's just if we putting in work for these families, we want to make sure that they love us, that they yeah. take care of us. So that leads me to my next question because we got a lot of these. I'm going to share some of mine too. What are some of the most challenging parts of the job? And then can you get an example of that? Because I got I got a couple for uh, for people who think it's just sweet and easy for this business. Yeah, I'll say kind of in the same sense. I'll say um, even though it's good when you have a good relationship with your family, but I'll say sometimes when you have a good relationship with your clients, you still have to stand on your policies and being firm. Mm -hmm. So I'll say when you have to put your foot down. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, people you know, don't like that. People yeah, like you to put they your like foot it to be down. all exactly. fun and yep. games. Mm -hmm. Like when you're smiling, greeting them like, hello, welcome to my facility. You know, they want to feel warmth. But sometimes when you have to like put your foot down or like this is rules, setting boundaries. It changes. The, the, yes, the whole I'll attitude say boundaries. Changes. When we tell them about that time, remember, <laughs> remember that time we had a family member who, I mean, called the police on us. Yes. And you had to use the policies and procedures. Kind of explain to that. Yes. For, I use that example a lot. I wanted to say it from your part because I, I wasn't even there at the time to show people who are like, Oh, like I'm gonna just get in this business. It's gonna be easy. I'm gonna be there like two hours a day. Cause some people, cause what happens is some owners want to get into this business, become the administrator, but not really be there. Yes. So I don't want to talk too much. But before that, kind of explain that time where we had the family where we had to enforce the policies. Yes, I'll say time management. Mm -hmm. So I'll say one time pertaining to like our hours. I'll say this job, how mm -hmm. it seems very like fun and you're taking care, and it seems like a lot of people may think you have a lot of downtime. Right. So mm -hmm. a lot of families it's just a home. Yeah. yeah so exactly. they want to uh, cancel appointments. They want to reschedule with you. Like they feel like you're like, oh, okay, they'll have time. I can just pick up the meeting Tuesday. Sometimes like you can't do that. Yeah. And so I had a family like, you know, that want to come back at a certain time and we had to let them know like this is in yep. business hours. Yep, exactly. Yes. And when we stood on our policy was when even when they called the cops one time, we had to let the cops and the family know here's our hours, here's mm -hmm. our regulations. And by us having that and having proof on our website. So that's good too, to have your website professional. We were able to see that like this is our time. Exactly. This is how our facility is opened. Mm -hmm. And that was like our way to like a stand on our ground gotta the, do it yeah, yeah exactly. the law and enforcement saying right. that okay yeah their facility isn't open right now come back at 10 exactly and let, well see we being nice too let, <laughs> let, let, you know, let, let's, keep, let's be all the way real too she was already there with the police yes. so like I said I don't know if she, I don't know if caught that part mentioned she had already called the police so once we once she couldn't get into the home because we're getting residents ready I think it was like in the morning yeah it was very 7 early. in the morning something like that mm -hmm. we, we take the time to get the residents ready and when she came we just told her you know can you give us a sec we're getting right ready and she didn't want to um, wait mm -hmm. actually no I think we weren't even there at the time I think we had took them out uh, because in the morning too we'll take them for activities huh? that's yes. what it was huh mm -hmm. yeah we took them out and we weren't there and she was like well i want to get in and move some stuff and we we're like okay we're not there and then she called the police to basically forcefully be in yeah we did as soon as the police got there showed them our hours on google literally on google business showing mm -hmm. our hours are from like nine to six ten to six whatever it is so just to let you guys know like i said it's mm -hmm. not all sweet you really got to put your foot down and have a backbone in this business yes. um so the next thing i really want to get into is kind of shift gears a little bit let's talk about the exam and training because i get a lot of questions on that like uh where do i take the test or where do i study for the test when i do the exam all these things right so can you kind of just describe like the training and education required to be an administrator so for example i can't remember where we went to like a site right like mm -hmm. to get our, our hours of education yes. so can i talk about that like how was it signing up for that going through the training going through the mm -hmm. uh people that you train with kind of all that yeah mm -hmm. i'll say it was a lot of um you had to like look around for the information i feel like you had to go uh, a lot yeah. of different places yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right that's a lot of do because that's why you gotta do your homework 
Right. So That's I'll true. say um, once we got our information, I know we had to look um, look around, like you know, at the CVRC, just go around the California like statements um, pertaining yep. to the administration. Yep. Yes, regulations, and um, just staying up to their date, mm-hmm. and then going oh, yeah. through. The, yes, yeah. staying up to their date, applying for the classes, and that's when I got like got into the forty eight tra- the forty eight hour training program, and it just um, it was all preparing. Right. For, yeah. For, yeah. I remember it was forty hours of the training, mm-hmm. and then which is like it was just online because it, it was online, right? Yeah, Especially for the all, children. Yeah. One. But even back then too, it was like all online. Well, for so for me to get right for the assisted living, you we, we had to drive. Yes. We went to Southern California, yes, right? West where, where Covina. Was it? West Covina, right? Mm-hmm. And then you basically went a week, right? Yeah, it was a whole week, and we were out there. And it's funny because we're actually from the Central Valley, so that was like a whole road trip. Right, we yeah, we stayed out there. <laughs> yeah, everywhere. like we yeah, had we, a whole road trip to like yeah to prep good times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. yeah, that's why I said that's why people in the Central California I want to bring more of that stuff to us because yes. no one's doing it. But we'll, we'll get on that too. Yeah, but I know I'm missing something too. You did the training that kind of explained to them how it could be difficult with the scheduling because you have to, you have to schedule yes, your own exam. Because, right? yeah, yeah, so that's how it is too. So once you get your training done, first you have to do like a 48 chart just to com- show them that you completed it. Yeah. So then once you show them that you completed, you have to sign up for a test and it has to all be within a time framing. Okay. So I believe at the time framing was like a 30 um 30 day like gap where yep, you ha- yeah right. where you had to like take Sign your exam up, everything yes i remember it was something like that and then it was um in different locations throughout southern california so therefore you can like take it in riverside you could take it at buna park we took ours at riverside oh yes right yes yeah, we so i remember we went to riverside it mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was like a two-hour training so mm. i'll say how i prepared for it is after i did the training though i did my own homework and i had the books the regulation well, we, yeah, we hard, the title yeah. 2020 like all of it yeah and just did my own sticky notes my own study guide and kind of like feed off of the energy that i was already learning from the training imagine something do you think that was enough time to train or like because 30 days it's not a lot yeah. to change for like for the SATs, ACTs, yes. like MCAT, like what, what like uh, medical mm-hmm. doctors say, they change that for months. So you feel like thirty you know days what? is enough? Yeah. Not enough, but to me, I feel like what was beneficial with me is sometimes back to what I was saying, time management. Right. So right. I studied mine summer break because remember that was during like the summertime, mm-hmm. and then another time was winter break. So I'll right, say right. if people can kind of get in that gap and uh-huh. have their exam kind of based around when they have like a break, you can kind of max it out. But I, I remember that. Like I say it was yes. a lot too. So what was kind of so we'll break down again. It's more assisted living. So I'll say the children stuff for later. Mm-hmm. What was like some of the key things like topics and stuff covered if you remember I know it was a while ago but like yes. some things covered like what, what was the big that what was his name again that, that we, we Glenn Berry Glenn, yes. yeah yeah Glenn he yeah. yeah he was a real one yeah <laughs> um, what, what, yeah what was some of the topics he covered I would say mainly what I remembered was dementia oh yeah mm-hmm. I so that. i'll say yeah dementia and medication that was really really like big on the exam that was like a really big big topic like i remember that like really stuck out kind of like pertaining to like um medication how would they be but basically being aware so i'll say like dementia that was one where i really had to just like get on it study mm-hmm. and then i'll say a lot of stuff too was just basically like the basic protocol so like how long should you be certified basically how should your staff be it was mm-hmm. like basically um house etiquette okay yeah, i do remember that i remember mm-hmm. like dementia was a lot yeah, that mentioned medication one. was the biggest yes, thing. Yes, and how your house yeah. should be like regulated, how it should be up to code. That was a lot of the questions mm-hmm. too, I remember. Do you think too, I, I guess it'd probably be important to bring up too, like, all of them aren't created equal like the companies, huh? Like I heard like some of them, they'll tell you what to study for and when you get to the exam, none of that is on there. Yes. So I know he was pretty good though, huh? Yes. Yeah, and I'll yeah. say, yeah, now um, studying for the assistant living, they were really on it like one, two, three. Yeah. Then once you got there, one, two, three. But once when I was still studying for the group home, 
it was a different ball game. Like I said, we won't put anybody down. I, I know the company name, <laughs> right? but there yeah, were some times where they game. didn't even yeah. do the whole 40 They had you time. study this, but yeah. then once you got to the exam, it was a whole nother thing. <laughs> so like I said, when I had my sticky notes and my study guide and did my homework, that was a big help So definitely well. study, exactly. Definitely study too, because like I said, you never know. You may think you know right. what's going to be on there. You're like, oh, I'm good. I'm, I got the study guide right here. And then you, you go right. to the exam and you're like, and you're like uh, so yeah, so don't take no one else's word. Like if they say, hey, just study chapter second, two, three, mm, four, yeah. like no, going to do your own thing too. This whole thing, I think it's like, I think the rules and regulations is like 200 plus pages mm -hmm. and we, we all study together our whole family yes. we all study we, we all like right so we just I would say just read through the whole thing get a general idea and mm -hmm. like really study the like the numeral things like yes. uh, a couple hours or how many days food to spoils how long you gotta have staff yes um, and perishable temperatures. foods non-perishable foods yeah temperature all how that, your sink how your study water should be yeah it was yeah. like you know how headache mm -hmm. okay so like I said yeah thanks like I said thanks for uh, putting those on and I know the most challenging one was just studying all that so oh one more question I want to ask about the exam how many times can you take it that's that's probably important to say because was it three times right yeah you can take it three times yes you have three times to take it and then they will actually reach out to you so i say that okay yeah, yeah. they'll kind of reach out to you if you like sending your email and they'll kind of like congratulations you passed or if you didn't they'll reach back out to you letting you know when do you want to set up the next availability mm. that's i know yeah that, that's that's why i figured i was like i think it's three times and then they, they'll they'll and then you could i know it's like timed because right. only certain dates you got to yeah. get in but hey like i say it's, it's still good so like i said now that we talked about the experience we got the training those are the ones i hear the most but really what no one really asks which is the most important is what are you doing throughout the day so the first question i'm gonna kind of ask you is like what is a typical day an administrator like making sure your staff making sure the medication i know you're i know you're big on medication so medication charted all these things like what's a typical day that you kind of go through would you say like let's and let's first break it down like in the morning like when you first wake up yeah. the residents what's the first that we do you know in, in our home let, let's 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 use a resident for example yeah mm -hmm. i'll say um you're on your feet and it's like a, a normal home base you get up you yep. know you open your blinds you greet your client mm -hmm. you wake them up uh you get them on their feet see if they need to be groomed you know mm -hmm. restroom is all going into a transition mm -hmm. then from that after they're groomed themselves now you can like you know take them to breakfast and then you know you're going back and forth with your staff your cafeteria lady everybody's kind of all on the same page so everything's kind of broke down into like time segments i'll say from your business hours say some facilities open like 10 in the morning through 6 p.m mm -hmm. so it's how your day's mapped like out the breakdown of how yeah no, because you know they're true, still yeah. normal people so the same way you know how you're kind of in your home that's kind of how a facility looks sure be ran exactly yes. that's how you want it you want to make it feel like their like own base. especially our bases which are more like memory care we're starting to get into mental disabilities we want to make mm -hmm. them feel like they're quote unquote yes. it's true the, for lack of better terms that they do feel like they're within normal limits they mm -hmm. feel like this is a home this is what they they're at home especially memory care because like you said one of our residents he really felt like this was his home yes. so that's true now, now that's the daily operation so for you with medication i know it was big for you mm -hmm. How, give me an example of like how you charted, how you kept track of all yes. the medications and things like that. Yeah. So what was very good is always documentation mm -hmm. and logs. So basically logs and always having locks. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. And it's like, you have to say that because really, sometimes yeah. it's the simplest things. Yeah. That's yeah. the simplest things. It's the most important things. So yeah. So basically our facility, you know, medication log, yeah, document it. So basically anything that's coming in at the end through the cabinet and at the cabinet, document it time when the um, client you know take it is it mm -hmm. three times a day is it two times a day did they have any community like um symptoms mm -hmm. you know did they have any like behaviors outbursts anything that looked unfamiliar for the day so basically you want all of that documentation you know pertaining to the medication and that's like i said and, and it's like to hop on that 
that's so important. And the reason why for anybody who's not in this business yet is what happens at most homes. They end up getting shut down and have a bad name because again, the administrator's thinking, oh, I only got to be here like five, 10 hours a week. Yes. That's all I got to do. And I, and I can just hire two CNAs and they're good. Mm-hmm. But what happens is your CNAs, your caregivers are taking care of the residents. So they don't have time to make sure the meds are charted correctly. These, these yes. things, because they're, they're going, they have a lot mm-hmm. to do. That's what you're supposed to be yes. doing. So what happens then you become non-compliant. And then you start to get cited. Right. So that's important to have your administrator. I say at least 15 to 20 hours yeah. a, a week to do that. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of staff and residents, right? It's kind of give me, I would say, let, let, let's let's discuss like at least one thing that we do to make sure that our staff is happy. So for example, I, I know one thing about staff is just being understandable when they got a call off or got to have things going on. Mm-hmm. So can you think of anything other than that? And it's fine if you're not, because I know it's the biggest thing. Right. People have lives, kids, yes. school. What, what would you say is like another one that we made sure like our staff was happy? When, when, when um, I'll say always just keeping the community communication open, always having like meetings. Mm -hmm. Basically, when you have your staff meetings, you're able to see what everybody's flexibility looks like, what everyone's schedule looks like, if they're what shifts they want to take, what people's strong at, weaknesses. So I'll just say us always communicating, always having those effective staff meetings and then people wanting to feel comfortable to voice how they feel. Okay. Yeah. So just communicating. That's good too. And Queen, move your your mic a little closer just to make sure we can hear you. Yes. That's that's good. Yeah. Just in case they can hear you on there. So no, that's good. That's how I feel. I feel like those are the biggest strategies for my understanding being a boss that no one wants to work with somebody who's you know you only getting paid a little bit of maybe over minimum wage or you can find a job with that anywhere so people want to work with a manager that's understanding that's what i tell people if you have staff that's quitting probably on you because remember if you're only paying them two dollars above fast food and they have to change lift heavy residents 180 mm-hmm. pounds back hurting changing diapers mm-hmm. and you only paying them that much in your heart on them that's why you have high staff turnover now we talked about staff what are some would you say for the resident that we do to make them happy so i know of course there are food choices things like mm-hmm. that you maybe talk about that but um i guess i want to bring up too is like understand they have rights so mm-hmm. what's an example of like what we do to make sure our residents know they have rights mm-hmm. you say provide the best care mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. basically um provide basic needs okay i'm getting an example and then like today we're having sloppy joes but i want a sandwich today mm-hmm. how do we make sure that that resident is still happy basically like a resident comes in i don't want sloppy joe say all right i i i, I don't want salad i i, I want a twinkie t- right right mm-hmm. now for dinner do we say no go back to your room or do we, we understand <laughs> I like we'll find like yeah. ways to negotiate with them right right yeah so that's why i say like just like the basic needs kind of like a, okay we don't have that it's not available we'll kind of find something that is available or like substitute right. it so that's why i always right yeah. yeah and everything is right that's why i tell people is like they have it's called residence rights and that's what california is big on every mm-hmm. state i know is pretty much big on it is you want to make sure your resident knows that they have a right so if there's an activity food anything that it is make sure they understand that hey i don't have to do this right now if i don't want to mm-hmm. because people sometimes try to force them and that's when you can mess up <laughs> right, right like so you have a free will we only got a couple more questions left. We're gonna, we're gonna wrap it up. Like I said, you're doing good. You know, I said thanks, thanks for getting on. This is the big one right here. How do we stay up to date with regulations and requirements for assisted living? So, like you said, we know we got ombudsman coming. Mm-hmm. We know we have licensing coming every six odd months. What's our path? that we keep up with me and you as far as with the regulations. Cause I know, like I said, I know we have meetings, yes. but can you think about anything else? Cause that, that's one thing we do guys. Mm-hmm. We, we have meetings, we get together, have like little fun quizzes mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. So can you think of any other ones other than that? that we can I'll, do? I'll say, yeah, like the same thing. I always kind of like tying back to, we're so good with our communicating. So right, I'll right. say like, even if um we don't know, we always know how to find the resources. Right. Right. Stand up to part. Yeah. So it's like, we're always on like our, um our like case manager, or like trying to find like the resources right. of like regulations. A, yeah. Yes. 
So I feel like that's what kind of keeps us up to date. If we um, need to know like what's up to code or if there's anything changing, it's like, if we don't know, we're going to reach out and like try to find ways to like, a, okay, what's the new regulations? Who do we need to look out to? Mm -hmm. And like I said, you guys, your LPA, which is your personnel uh, analyst, that's your best friend. Yes. You want to make sure that you're constantly asking them questions. Mine get tired of me. You know that. <laughs> right. But us, yes. So always asking those questions to make sure that you're up to date because mm -hmm. when they show up, Mm -hmm. You better be up to date or you yes. can potentially get written up. So um, other than that, I, I, I think that we cover most of the things as far as compliance. We went over the staff and residents. So whoever's watching this should definitely have an idea now <laughs> right. of what to do for an administrator and how it's the toughest job, I feel like, in the business. Now, before we kind of wrap it up, what advice would you give to someone who wants to be an administrator? If they say, hey, you know what? Like, I, I just started. I have no experience maybe yet. Um, I, I want to get into this business. What's step one? And then what, 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 what can I go from there, would you say? I'll say dedication. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is something that you got to be dedicated. This is not like something that like, oh, okay, let me just try and like true, see how true. it goes. It's like, a, um, I'll say do the resources. Know that this job is for you. Like, no, mm -hmm. this is the position that you want. I feel like once you know that, that's when you're like, a, okay, I'm ready to take on whatever challenge might come my way. Because sometimes you may think like, okay, I'm going to be successful. This is going to happen. Then it might take time. No, true, true. Yeah. yeah. So it just like I like that. Yeah. yeah. So dedication. Yes, the mindset. Yes, yeah, yeah, the mindset. Right. Mentally prepare yourself. That's why I say having that. I like that. Mentally preparing yourself. That's step one. Making sure you got it. Mm -hmm. And then once you have that, then call. Make sure you really want to do it. Yes. Figure out what's the um, rules that rules and regulation that you got to know. Yes. What's the experience requirements? Mm -hmm. All that to me is true. That comes second. Yeah. Anybody could, you know, sign up for right. the class, the training, this and that. But if your mindset's not right, mm -hmm. and you're the person that the owner's going to be depending on. And it's even harder if you're the owner too. Yes. Mm -hmm. I was just going to say that. Have a good team because this right. isn't a one-man show. Exactly. <laughs> this no. business, yeah, I got a good team behind you. Good team. <laughs> like I said, if you're the owner and the administrator, that's good too, but everything is on you. Mm -hmm. And if you have that team, you're the administrator, you have that owner looking on you, you're over marketing, you're over uh, case management, you're, you're everything in that business. So again, I appreciate you coming on. <laughs> this won't be the last time. You're going to be on again. Right. Again, thank you guys for listening. This is the Mindset and Margin Podcast. Again, my name is James and this is Queen. We're signing out. See you guys soon. Thank you.